Audible presents Science News, the weekly audio news magazine of science for January 23, 2010. Here's what's making news in the world of science this week. In the aftermath of Haiti's devastating earthquake, scientists are working hard to figure out just what happened, why, and what could be next. Also making headlines this week, researchers say that the climate summit in Copenhagen produced a real deal to limit greenhouse gases, but the non-binding accord still needs some work. And scientists have figured out that alligators breathe like birds. The researchers used some tricky measurements of flow to figure out that air moves through the animal in one direction. This week's feature story is called The Final Chemistry Frontier. Molecules of the interstellar medium must break the rules to make the stuff of space. Those stories and more science news We'll start with our top news story of the week. Scientists scramble to analyze Haiti quake. Teams are working to understand and model what could happen next. Reported by Christina Bartlett Brody. Since the ground shook Port-au-Prince Haiti on January 12th and sent the densely populated city into chaos, scientists have been harnessing every possible tool to quickly assemble a detailed picture of a region in which scientific research had already been difficult to conduct. The question we're trying to address right now is if there could be other faults nearby or perhaps other portions of the fault to the east or west that could go, says Eric Calais, a geophysicist at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, who has used GPS stations to monitor the area since 2003. At 4.53 p.m. local time on the day of the quake, a magnitude 7.0 Tembler struck just 25 kilometers west-southwest of Port-au-Prince according to the U.S. Geological Survey. The shallow quake occurred along the Enriquillo Plantain Garden Fault System, one of several major faults defining the boundary between the Caribbean and North America tectonic plates that move past each other in an east-west direction near Haiti. A section of fault approximately 50 kilometers long moved during the quake, says Gavin Hayes of the USGS National Earthquake Information Center the largest amount the fault slipped was 4.5 meters. The devastation has been extreme. Poor building construction and dense population have made what by seismic standards is a big but not a massive earthquake into a major disaster. Now, scientists are bracing for what might happen next. Our folks and others are acquiring all the imagery they can in order to examine possible landslide dam drainages that could create subsequent flash flood hazard, identify surface rupture, and look for the extent of ground failure, says David Applegate, Senior Science Advisor for Natural Hazards with the U.S. Geological Survey. Haiti's political situation had made it a difficult place to do science, Calais says. A lot of researchers who otherwise would have liked to work in Haiti decided not to. There is very little science infrastructure. Satellites are proving a key tool to understanding the recent earthquake. It will be some time before teams can do crucial field work on the ground, Applegate says. Other plans include close investigations of lifelines, hopes to deploy ocean-bottom seismometers nearby, and strategies for using satellite radar images taken before and after the quake as a way to determine degrees of deformation. Though the planet is littered with some 4,000 seismic stations that constantly detect waves produced as the Earth's crust moves and shifts, not one station is in Haiti, the scientists note.